Ted Jones messed with the wrong melon farmers. Ted Jones, I also call him the eighth wonder of the real estate world. Ted Jones, who knows, you know, it could be... Ted Jones? The Ted Jones World Podcast. Um... Beans when I roll with Justin. I drank lean, not roll with Tustin. You know I'm bugging. I told her we related just so the bitch would blow my cousin. I'm coming back and I'm sitting fire. And you singing like Jeremiah. I won't retire. I'm gonna get higher. I'm gonna be flying. You a fucking liar like Hello and welcome to the 50th episode of the Ted Jones World Podcast. I am your host over here alongside on the screen, producer Pat. Pat, how the heck are you, bro? Doing so great. How are you? I'm great, dude. Did you eat anything uh, special today? Anything worth telling uh, us over here? Nope, nothing. I haven't eaten yet today. What? My man, intermittent fasting. That's what's up. All right, Pat. So you and I, man, made it through 50 episodes and we got 5 million more. And um, this week is very special, man. We have rapper and freestyling extraordinaire, extraordinaire Blind Fury, who has amassed tens of millions of views on YouTube, definitely has a few bangers and has been battle rapping on tv for years man i'm talking like 2003 just making diddy freak out so we wanted to get blind fury on the podcast because what he's been able to accomplish while being blind it's it's incredible dude so uh if you've been a ted jones world fan since day one you know that ted jones loves spitting bars and as the well-known rapper Nas famously says, yo, my mind is seeing through your design like Blind Fury. Blind Fury, how are you, man? You in South Carolina right now, dude? Yeah, man, right down here in South Carolina. Um, you know, getting it in. We got our studio that we're building from the ground up, you know what I'm saying? And uh, things are coming together really nice. So, so, so bro, I saw you actually um, working on IG. You're in the studio. And then I also saw that you guys are on, like, Episode one of one hundred and one, uh, chilling with Blind Fury on YouTube. So, are you recording albums and your uh, YouTube channel like in the same in the same place? Um, yeah, bro. Like it's in all-purpose studio, man. You know, everything is all in one right here. You know, what I'm saying we do the vlog right here, the video right here. We do all of that right here, man. Nice, um, very cool. Record the music, mix it, whatever we got to do, man. Right here. Nice. And you have like, if you have any features coming in, you just have them come through the studio and then just you guys work on it together. Nah, um, lately with COVID being the way that it's been, bro, you can't really get uh, a lot of people to just go out and um, come in your studio and you don't really want to be around a whole lot of people, you know, because germs are fucking scary. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude. You know, so uh, and really the artists that I've been focused on featuring with currently are like, um, out-of-state, out-of-country artists. You know, I've been dealing a lot with uh, Mercules, a um, little bit with Golden BSP, um, you know, some really good Canadian cats, uh, Odd Squad Family, we just did a track with, that just dropped. So, um, you know, a lot of what I've been doing, I haven't been able to get the artists in the studio to work with, but the way technology, you know, progresses, it's almost the same. Right, I hear you. And especially since, like, the sound quality, too, and, like, the video quality. Like, Pat and I um, used to be linking on my couch, you know, in Manhattan, New York, bro. Mm -hmm. And we haven't, we haven't seen each other or touched each other physically, bro, in months. But we've been able to just, like, you know, chop it up on Zoom and uh, get everything recorded. So, uh, Blind Fury, my man, why don't you give us a little bit of a background and a bio on yourself? How did you get into freestyle, freestyling, battle rapping, and, of course, dropping some sick-ass albums? Um, well, you know, I tell people all the time, it really started 
way back when I first heard the song Hey We Want Some Pussy by Two Live Crew. Um, <laughs> and um, I went home from my dad's house because my mom and dad had uh, separate custody things at the time, whatever. So um, I came home from my dad's house and I immediately walked up to my mom and I'm going, me and my homies like to play this game. You know what I'm saying? And she's like, hey, you want some what? I said, hey, we want some puss. And she beat my ass, bro. <laughs> what? So what was this, like 20 years ago? Yeah, this was, um, this was 88, maybe I was three, four. Oh, okay. Um, and let's see, dude. Uh, like I said, as soon as I figured out, yo, I can get my ass beat for listening to 808s with cuss words in them. I fucking love this. Like, <laughs> and ever since then, I just wanted to be a part of it. It was rebellious. You know, it had a really dope, uh, niche kind of nature to it. You know what I'm saying? At the time, you know, it was a lot of boom bap, a lot of really dope lyricism and punchlines. People just kind of finding their sound. So, um, over time, you know, I would freestyle in the schoolyard on the playground and whatnot. And, um, as I grew up to be a teenager, we had a club in the town that I lived next to, and it was called Pizzazz. And on Friday nights after the football games, they would throw these teen parties, you know, that were strictly for the teens. And at the time, I was a teenager. You know, I'm 14, 15. Wait, what do you mean? I mean, were you drinking and smoking there, like, just for teens? No, I was, I mean, drink your little soda. You sneak out back or whatever, smoke Hell a little yeah. Or put, like, that beer in the soda. I right. see, dude, I see you. I see you love the beers. Mm-hmm, I do. I love beer. Um, <laughs> but... You know, so I would go and we would do these um, freestyle battles, these rap battles or whatever, and I didn't have a rap name. Um, and my homeboy, Frank Wiz, whose parents at the time owned a video store in Camden, um, he had been watching a bunch of kung fu movies. He watched this movie from Rutger Howard called uh, Blind Fury. And my man Frank was like, yo, his rap name gonna be Blind Fury, yo, because you be cutting motherfuckers up, yo, left and right, yo. You get on that mic, you start cutting ass, yo. Yo. That, and- no, this was, was this your boy, what was this your boy from like high school? This Growing is my boy up? from middle school, like sixth grade and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? I've known Frank Wiz longer than I've known most people. Um, and so he gave me the name Blind Fury. I tried to change it a few times. Uh, it didn't really work out for me. Blind Fury kind of stuck. Um, and the people who owned the teen club, well, the nightclub that had the teen parties, um, they had some connects up in New York. And um, one of their cousins worked at Vibe Magazine at the time, and he had a connect with MTV. So... Um, MTV was doing this MC battle. They were picked like one rapper from each state, you know what I'm saying? And um, they didn't do one in South Carolina. I had to go all the way to Atlanta, like to this club and shit. And um, T.I. was there. Uh, Lenny S. from Rockefeller Records was there. This was like 2002, maybe. And um, so then I kind of got picked to represent Atlanta for the MTV shit. I lost because um, at the time, Rockefeller, Dame Dash, didn't know how to market a blind rapper. He was like, it'll just never work. I don't know how we'll do it. I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? So, bro, that literally also sounds like Dame too. Like Dame mm-hmm. just going on on, on just like a full different tangent about yeah. why something won't work, and then it won't work. Look, yep. he's, and then he's wrong. And so years later, you know what I'm saying? I did a few songs here and there. I got really discouraged because a lot of doors would get slammed in my face here and there because the blind thing. You know, you're white and you're blind. Like, um, what are you gonna rap about? I mean, and. The things that they would want me to rap about were things I didn't experience in my life. Like, I wasn't bullied in school. Like, you know, all the people that I went to school with, I grew up with. And so by the time they realized I was blind and it was different, they were already used to it. So it was like, you know, whatever, he can rap. So whatever. So I end up getting kidnapped by my homeboy. True story. He um <laughs> he signed me up to audition for 106 in Park. Um, and... He kidnaps me, right, uh, basically under the guise that he was going to take me to Food Lion to go get some Theraflu, because at the time I was sick as fuck. I had the flu, like, really bad. And um, I get into his truck, and 
I light a blunt and we're riding and I look at him, I go, yo, we're really not going to Food Lion, are we? And he goes, nah, man, yo, I signed you up to audition for 106 and Park, yo, so I knew you were, I told you, so here we go. I'm like, nah, bro, let me out, let me out. Like, he's not, so I go to 106 and Park, I battle all these people, I basically just tell the producer of 106 and Park at the time, I was like, look, I did everything you guys wanted me to do. I don't really feel like being here in the first place. I'm going home. Fuck the shit. If you want me to be on here, then you'll call me. If you don't, then I appreciate the opportunity. I'm out. And- you know what? That that sounds so funny because that's like, I feel like the same story that kind of happened in 8 Mile, bro. And, and I? Yeah. And the thing was with the 106 Park shit, they called me back the next week and they were like, yo, we want you on. I was like, I didn't rap all that great. They were like, yeah, we get that, but you don't want to be here. And so we want uh. you because you don't want to be here. It's like okay, whatever, bro. That's I mean, bro. That's like the hot chick. That's like the hot chick in high school, man. Like she'll mm-hmm. go out with you if you show no interest. Sorry, they always do that about TV shows. Like to get a part in like on TV or in a movie, you got to pretend like you just got to not care about it because the people who care too much about it are like freaking out and they won't hire you. Yeah, true. Yeah, exactly. So, um, Blind Fury, as you were talking about, you know, um, going to One Hundred Six and Park, being on MTV, and of course, Sway in the morning. Uh, making P. Diddy lose his shit over your fresh ass rhymes. Um, so freestyling was, it, it seemed like that was maybe your initial way in. But break down your mixtapes and albums. So, like, how, how many you got right now? Um, dude, I don't even know because I can't promote a lot of those anymore. Um, I parted ways with the management that I put out a lot of those mixtapes with at the time. So, do they, and- so they own like the, the rights to that music that you initially created? Yeah. All that music, baby. Like, I've even tried to play music from my previous album on my YouTube blog, and I got flagged for copyrights of my own shit. Like, my shit. It's a whole thing, though. Yeah, I hear you. So, um, what's, your fa- what's your favorite song that you did? Do you have, like, a favorite banger? Um, no, because usually, once I do the song and I've recorded it, I typically don't go back and listen to me a lot. Like, um, I hear you. Once in a while, I will, like, I'll get into a vibe, and I'll be like, yo, Troy, put, a, put on such and such, and he'll kind of look at me for a minute, like, really? <laughs> yeah, put it on, man, let me hear that shit. I'll hear about, you know, five minutes of it, I'm like, all right, that's enough of that. Just moving right. on. I hear you. So, um, I mean, as, a, like, as of right now, do you have any competitions lined up? I mean, I saw you working in the studio the other day on Instagram. Uh, do you got any singles coming out or stuff you're looking forward to? Well, let me tell you what, man. Um, I'm working on the Furious Features, you know what I'm saying, that's being mixed and engineered by my homie Troy, you know what I'm saying, same cat that does the vlog with me, you know what I'm saying, 3 and T all the way to the T.O.P., you feel <laughs> me? Um, and I don't really get into battle rapping anymore, like, I mean, I appreciate and respect the culture for what it is, but I don't want to be in competition, I just want to make music and have it be heard, you feel me? So uh, I hear you, bro. There's a lot of shit in the works, man, you just really gotta, you know, keep your eyes open and your ears peeled or whatever the fuck they say. Yeah, (laughs) no, totally, bro. And also, I mean, like just the amount of content that you have online, it's insane. Like how much shit you have out there. And like, that's what you just got to do. You know what I mean? Just keep grinding, which is like what you're doing. So um, I like initially blind, blind fear, you know, you were talking about how like growing up, you know, you really maybe didn't have some of the experiences that normal people would think that, you know, blind kids have like uh, people Mm -hmm. making fun of them or just like not really being able to contribute to society, but you obviously have, bro. So like, how long have you been blind for? And, and by the way, there's nothing to fucking see out here anyway, man. It's all right. fucking shit. Well, that's, 
I'll beg to differ, but um, I was actually <laughs> I was actually born blind. Um, oh. I had a condition early on called spina bifida, which is where my spine was formed outside of the body, and um, that created a lot of uh, you know things of that nature. You know, as far as me being blind and whatnot, um, doctors told my mom I probably wouldn't make it past one. Wow. And here I am, thirty-five, just fuck doing it. And that was wait and blind fury, sorry. And that was that was just because um of the complications from yeah. that disease. Okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um I ended up, you know what I'm saying, just really being blind from it. There was nothing else, you know what I'm saying? I walk, I talk, I feed myself, I dress myself, I do all that. But like um what I will tell you is that lately what I've been struggling with a lot is that the older I get, the blindness does kind of start to bother me a little bit, you know, because there are certain things you want as an independent, you know, human being that a lot of people would take for granted. Like, um, I want to go to the grocery store and actually buy my own groceries and not, you know what I'm saying, maybe miss out on what I didn't see on the shelf, you know what I'm saying? Or I want to go take a night drive and, you know what I'm saying, just clear my head and not have to wait on somebody to want to go someplace or take me. There's a whole lot that goes on with the psychology of it all, really. And are you able to use your other senses in like um, a more unique fashion? Like, do you feel like your smelling or hearing is like incredible or what? Well, what I feel like is that a lot of it is muscle memory. You know what I'm saying? It's, um, I always use the example of a person that's paralyzed, you know what I'm saying? Say for the waist down or whatever. Um, they have to use their arms a lot more to pick themselves up or to do this or to push their wheelchair that. So it automatically makes their arms like really, really big and cock diesel. Whereas, like, if you look at their legs and shit, they're all skinny and, like, you know what I'm saying? Because they don't work. So what I mean is I don't think that you're naturally born with heightened senses. I think that because you have to use them in such a way, they become more heightened because you have to depend on them. Right. I hear you. So um, when you dropped Young and Gifted Always, which was your debut album, a.k.a. Yaga, um, you had Tech 9 on there, which is, like, a huge deal for the, the track that – um. Blind Fury put out with Tech Nine was y'all ain't ready, but um, I, I think the um, the track that got the most plays from that album, correct me if I'm wrong, was Do Something, right? Mm-hmm. It did, it did. It and did. in terms of like when you dropped this album and you had this great feature, Tech Nine, you also had some other people on there: Marie Smith, Marie Smith, uh, Niella ESG, uh, yep. KC Poet Camille. So like, mm-hmm. what do you, what was your kind of vision for that initial album when you were dropping it? Oh well. Again, that was the uh, previous management. And um, at the time, we actually had built a studio in the back of the very club that I was telling you about earlier, you know, in the back of Pizzazz. And that album was fueled by lots of liquor and lots of substances, we'll just say. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it had a lot of different musical influences because what I would do was I would go to the studio and we would start recording a song. And then because there was a club right outside of the studio, I would just go party in the club and I would kind of get, you know, a vibe, you know, a sort of direction as to what people were vibing to, like what their energy was nice. climbing toward. And then I would go in the studio and I would make songs like Do Something, which was really Jeezy influenced. And um, I spent lots of time in that studio with no shoes for some weird reason. And I really don't know why, but yeah, I used to just slide around the studio in socks and just record dope ass music that was like say fueled by lots of alcohol and substances. And you were just like chilling there a ton, yeah. like even mm-hmm. like sleeping in there some nights. I would sleep when you... there, yeah. Yeah. So that's hilarious. Um so um Blind Fury, we talked about, you know, eight mile a little bit ago, uh just in terms of like 
I guess Eminem's boy in Eight Mile just kind of like dragged him and signed him up. What was it? It was Future. Yeah, he's, Future, his yep. boy. Yeah, his boy in Eight Mile dragged him to the show, and he's like, "Nah, bro, fuck you. I'm not doing this." So, would you think that like, um, right after Eight Mile came out in like, I guess, I guess it was like 2002, 2003, were you getting like uh, maybe a little bit more love just because like Eminem was the first real like white rapper to come out and start doing shit the way he was doing it? No, see, um. I grew up in South Carolina, and um, at that particular time uh, here in the South, rap was still predominantly an African-American thing, right? right? And so a lot of times I would get, oh, man, you just trying to be like the white boy Eminem. You just trying to sound like Eminem, cause, you know, because you're white. And, cause, like, and actually, after 8 Mile came out, I had a whole lot more animosity toward me, like, because people was like, oh, man, you need to cut that rapping shit out, man. You sound like Eminem out here. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it grew a lot over the years and people became more tolerant of white rappers. But I did grow up in an era where like that just wasn't the thing to do. You know, like you were a joke, like Vanilla Ice or, you know, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like that sort of thing. Yeah. So you said, um, you know, you grew up in South Carolina and um, you still live there. So mm -hmm. what had like even like during 2020, man, have you felt that like in South Carolina, things have really changed with like, everybody having to wear masks and i don't really know how south carolina is handling the coronavirus but like up north like up in new york it seems that like we are doing coronavirus the best in terms of like it looks like everybody's wearing masks but are people down in south carolina like a little bit hit and miss yo i'm gonna keep it real with you right and i'm not even being funny um i only spend time with the three and i couldn't tell you what people are doing because i don't fucking go nowhere like um by choice, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm really a bit of a hermit, like even before the corona. Like um I just like I go here to the studio, you know what I'm saying, at Troy's garage or I go to the house. Like occasionally I might just pop out and go get something to eat, but like I don't know, bro. Like I mean I went out um a few weeks back to go shoot the uh Back from the Dead music video mm -hmm. up in um Monroe, North Carolina and they were saying that it was, you know, an ordinance, like a whole thing that we had to wear a mask and shit. But I'm telling you, me and my homeboy Donahue were like in the Thai food place waiting on food, not wearing masks at all. And like Aye. nobody really said anything to us. Yeah. That's, you that's, know, it's like, sorry, go ahead, bro. That's not to say that I was a badass because I wasn't wearing a mask. What it was, <laughs> like, I literally have not been anywhere where I had to wear the mask. So immediately I took it off and then forgot that I was supposed to wear it. So it was like, you know what I'm saying? No, it's also mad hard because, like, if you if you leave the house without your wallet, keys, phone, and now the mask, you got to yeah. run back. So it's just like yeah. adding up a whole another step that like we're just completely not even used to. Yeah. So like, um, you know, twenty twenty. I guess I'll get your opinion of what you think the fuck is going on politically. You know, if we're gonna get back out to battle rapping, if we're gonna get back out to you know concerts and seeing Blind Fury shows. I mean, what's going on with this Donald Trump guy, man? Do you fuck with Donald know. Trump or what? I stay away from it. I don't really, you know, bother with it, you know, because when you're in the position like I'm in, man, you can say one slip up of a word and say one wrong thing and people will just fucking take that shit and run with it. But like yeah. what I will say is I don't know what's going to happen. Like we're five, almost six months strong into this Corona shit and um. Yeah. I don't know where it's going or if it has any sign of letting up. I know that, like, Joe Rogan just announced that he was moving to Texas. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, I saw and, that. Like, it seems like 
the LA comedy scene, which I actually do pay attention to a lot of stand-up, um, it seems like a lot of that is crumbling because podcasts are the new thing. I mean, and now that you can Zoom, like, there's really no point in even doing a whole lot of going out and doing, like, I feel like what will probably happen is people will start bringing a more virtual experience to the home theater type of system, you know, where, like, people will be able to watch socially distanced concerts or, you know, whatever the fuck. Um, but I really don't know, man. It's it's really up in the air, dude. Um, I couldn't yeah, tell you. I hear you. Yeah, bro. Like, I mean, the West Coast is struggling just because, like, those taxes in California are super yeah, high. Yeah. The cases are super high. But, you know, Pat and I, we're East Coast squad over here. And it sounds mm-hmm. like you're East Coast squad, too. But yeah. um, so, Blind Fury, where do the where do the honeys show you the most love? What state, bro? South Carolina? Um, surprisingly, no, not in South Carolina. Um, where? I don't even know, bro. Like, I don't pay it much attention. Yo, let me tell you something. I'm so terrified of groupie love, right? And <laughs> what? What do you mean? I'm gonna sound like a square, right? But see, <laughs> um, my mama raised me a lot, right? I, yeah. I was around a lot of women, right? And I developed this complex where I feel like, yo, if you'll give it to me that quick, who knows who the fuck else you might give it to that quick. You feel what I'm saying? You know like, what, dude? I've actually, I've thought about that. You know, like when you, when you go on a date with a chick yeah, mm-hmm. and then like, you know, at that night, like whatever, you know, like you guys, you guys smash it out or whatever. You're like, mm-hmm. all right, well, if it was this easy for me, like, I guess it could have been easier for all the other bros, but go ahead. Right. And at the same time too, bro, like, I mean, me not being able to see, like, I mean, you know, I got to pay attention to a whole lot more, man. And I just got trust issues with, you know, with a lot of shit, man. So like, you know, I mean, I give the honeys the love back when they give it to me, man. But I really don't, you know, keep counting tally of where I get the most pussy. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, <laughs> wait, wait, but like, what's the what's the one thing you really focus on when like you're like meeting a chick or or interested in a chick? Like um, smell, voice. Like how's Honestly, that? bro, it's the conversation, bro. It's if I can vibe with you on a spiritual level. Like what I mean by that is, can I talk to you for more than twenty minutes without you bringing up one hundred six in Park or the fact that you know I'm Blind Fury? Like. Yeah. Can we just talk as people? You feel me? Yeah, that's deep, bro. And also just coming from like a celebrity spiritual level, like mm-hmm. it's got, I'm sure mad chicks would come up to you and it's got to be pretty intimidating to talk to you for 20 minutes and not mention 106 and Park and not mention all the millions of views on YouTube and shit, dude. But what do we're doing a pretty good job here. Ted Jones world <laughs> podcast episode 50. We got motherfucking blind fury in here, Pat. How are you feeling, man? How's the temperature in that room? Good, good. I got, I got a question for Fury. Go ahead, right. bro. Speak, Go for it. Speaking of like the trust issue thing, like come, like do you? It sounds like you keep uh, like a pretty tight circle as far as like your management and like the dudes you mess around with, like the kind of keeping your camp. Has it always been like that? Have you always had like kept your friends around and how, kind of how you manage your business and stuff like that? Um, I've moved within this triangle that I've built for going on six years. It's always me, Troy, and Shoes, man. Like, I mean. Yeah there are certain aspects of it that come and go and that revolve a little bit, like, you know, an interchanging cast, but it's always the three main supporting characters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's the best way to be, man. Cause you gotta have eyes out here and you gotta have eyes that, you know what I'm saying? Already have their own. So they're not really mm-hmm. looking to gain anything from what you're doing. They just want to see you, you know, progress and succeed and be great. Yeah, bro. Well said. And I hope everyone listening and watching um, just heard what Blind Fury said. You have to keep that circle tight. And like the realer the realer you are, the tighter your circle is. You know what I mean? Like 
Allen Iverson, when he was playing in the league, had like 40 dudes in his entourage. And luckily he signed that Reebok deal that'll give him 15 mil in 10 years. But besides that, the guy would have been totally broke from just having a fake entourage. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly, bro. And, and people will leech. Man, I'm telling you, bro, shit is crazy out here. So what do you mean? Like, explain. What do you mean by that? Well, you know, people will want to go with you and they'll want to do with you and they'll want to do all the partying and all the drinking and all the smoking and all this and that, right? But don't ever actually ask them to do shit. You know what I'm saying? As far as, like, helping you to move forward or up. Right, because then, like, I, I mean, like you just said, like, they're leeching. It sounds yeah. like they're just, they're just ready for you to just, you know, keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, then if the, and then if there's one slip on your end, like, forget about it. They're gone. Forget about it. Yeah. Where I hear and, you. Like, I'll give you an example real quick. Do you know how many people, right, I have smoked out in my life, right? And, but then let me not have some bud one day and hit any of them people up, right? Oh, man, I can't even do it right now for this and that. And you'd be like, what the fuck? i hear you bro i literally feel the same way sometimes so being in the hip-hop game hip-hop rap game for so long who's who's your favorite artist out there bro a lot of rick ross lately bro rose oh i was just i was just watching some um some rose uh instagram stories apparently he's got like a new strain at Mm -hmm. cookies do you know what i'm talking about he's got like a new strain Mm-hmm. So, but how does that even work? Is he like only allowed to sell that shit in like a California and a Colorado? You know? I mean, I guess if it's branded under the cookies brand, then probably. I mean, Burner has a pretty tight grasp on that. Yeah. So Blind Furies is talking about Burner, and Burner is actually um, the owner of Cookies. And he was like mm-hmm. boys with Wiz um, a ton of years ago. That's like how I started following Burner because he was doing like day to day with Wiz, which is like, um, just basically following around Wiz Khalifa. You guys um, know that Burner has 19 albums. No way. I no, shit no. you not. What's his What's his number one song? I I couldn't tell you. I just know yeah. that he has 19, 19 albums. Yeah. Well, I mean the the guy the guy is a grinder. It's yeah. uh, it's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Um. So Blind Fury, my man. Um, you know, I, I want to get you, I want to get you freestyling, bro. Do you have a beat over there? You want me to put on a beat? What's good? Well, I'll have Troy pull up a beat. Troy, you want to pull up a beat? Let's get that, Troy. Let's get this beat going. Um, how many, how many minutes you want to give us? And then you got to let me get in there for like at least a minute, bro. Spit bars. Ted Jones, Blind Fury. This is really happening. Episode 50. And, uh, we're pumped for it. Okay. So, bro, well, I have I have the layup instrumental beat, but if you want to put on your own shit, go ahead. Well, I just think that you would get a delay through Zoom if I tried to rap while you might be you you right, might be right, bro. So put on yours. Go ahead. Yeah, because I I feel it would be like a cell phone. Okay, here we go. Uh. Yeah. I'm just gonna rap like uh. Make a song for him. Make a song for him. Hey, I be fucking these bitches, and they fuck with me. But they know that I gotta spend a little bread, cause they pussy ain't free. Hmm. I don't really give no fucks. I don't really ever have to. Roll up a blunt, don't pass you. Don't raise your hand, I didn't ask you. Man, I'ma come through swerving, riding around in a bourbon. Game tight like a virgin, I know that you heard him. Motherfucker been certain. For a year I've been working, late night I'm lurking. Now they know that I was perking. Maybe I was just standing, chilling with the famine. Probably up early in the morning, cause all night I was really vamping. Oh man, 
Motherfuckers wanna talk about the done heard of me and wanting to give me the third degree in the interview, but they full of hot air like an inner tube, and I think that the verse ain't free. No, you gotta pay for it. I gotta come and put a lay up on it, put the flavor flavor on it. Motherfucker don't wanna sign to a label cause I won't be a slave for it. Yeah, I make beer disappear with your superpower. I'm smoking on super flower. I'm talking about the cushion sour. Every hour I've been like yower, y'all been on power. You get a shower cause I've been dirty. Motherfuckers talking about I'm ballin' like worthy. I swear to God, I'm gonna be like you heard me. Yeah, this ain't New Orleans, but I'm gonna be ballin'. You know that they gog on my dick. I'm talking about if she swallow, don't spit that she's a keeper. I will never lead a bitch. I'm talking about what I do. I make them do the do like a mountain. What I'm pull up a fountain. You know that I'm bouncing and smoking an ounce. And like every day, all of this dough I've been counting. Whoa, tune into my vlog. It's Blind Fury TV HD on YouTube. All the juggalos in the whole world, holla woo woo. Like two scoops full of ice cream. I'm mean and I'm a Mike fiend. I'm a go find a tight queen. Maybe that five foot five thing on the other side. And then my stomach get full of fucking butterflies. Why the fuck would I even try? I'ma go just buy a truck to drive, but I can't, so I'ma crash. Dance, show me your ass. Take off your pants and you're gonna last. Look at the fucking glass, it's half full, and y'all on that bull. Man, what's up? Whoa, my God, bars, blind fury. Blind Fury episode 50, Ted Jones, were a podcast. That was special. We've been here for like... We've been here for a year now, 50 episodes. We are pumped. Uh, so before I let you go, Blind mm-hmm. Fury, and mm-hmm. before I spit my little, my little rhyme, my little freestyle, what has right. been your coolest moment as a celebrity, as a famous rapper, bro? Um, I don't know. I've had, I don't know, bro, because I, yo, I really don't get wrapped up in me being a celebrity. I just like, I don't know, like people are, just, I think, I think what really makes it not cool for me like that is because everybody looks the same to me. And what I mean is I've never seen anybody. So like celebrities just look like regular people and vice versa. So like, I mean, I've met Rick Ross, I've met Busta Rhymes, I've met DMX. That's a funny story. One of these days I might tell you, just not here. Um, (laughs) But like, no, they're all just people and just doing, I guess just doing music. I think, all right, if I had to guess, I would say that talking to Chris Webby, Probably... Well, you had, didn't you didn't you have an interview with Chris Chris Webby? Yeah, on my vlog Blind Fury TV, uh, chilling with Blind Fury. You can check us out on YouTube. Make sure you like, subscribe, and share. I'm promoting also, the hell bro, out of also it. your Instagram too. Shout that out too, Blind Fury. Blind underscore Fury underscore TV on Instagram. Make sure you follow that, Don't and we might know. follow back, holla back, <laughs> holla back, my man. All right, dog. I'm gonna put on layup right now. I think you like my beats. I'm like a, I'm like a tan white kid right here, but I don't know. I think I, I think I got some bars. So let me see what I got off the top. All right, come right, on. So start playing that layup, that future instrumental. Look, episode 50, I'll be chilling, pot pagging Swifty, yeah. Call me Teddy Jones, capital Italy, Rome, blind fury, 50 to the dome. Yeah, we straight chilling. Guitar like Bobby Dylan. I got rhymes on the top of my head. Mess with me, you gonna motherfucking show up dead. Yeah, I'm nice. Yeah, I'm right. Yeah, we all night drinking sierra sprite yeah dog what's right yo i'm feeling a little bit nervous because i'm in the presence of greatness look at blind fury he ain't nervous he just be chilling shit front killing shit yeah pat drinking water i hope you don't spill that bitch yo blind fury we appreciate you for coming on yeah dog you be killing shit like big sean boy <laughs> what up bro? get that joint you be on the water this shit be on point. Yeah, Blind Fury, we say thank you. And Pat, you know I'm bad, so you spank you. 
Spake me, I just be the innocent Z of all time. TJW, yeah, dog. That's the motherfucking rhymes. <laughs> Yo, Blind Fury, dog. I hope you like that. I'm an amateur compared to you, bro. Yeah, it was dope, bro. It was dope. <laughs> Thank you, dude. We really appreciate you coming on. And uh, we'll talk soon. Blind Fury, episode 50. Ted Jones, world producer, Pat. Blind Fury, you my man. Thank you so appreciate much, it, bro. brother. All right. Thank you so much. Yep.